This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Late Show News Talk 830 WCC. I don't know what this is, but this like this sounds like it's something from the West Side. Man, we're going West Coast. We're going like old school Dre. I don't know if Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press, if he enjoys him a little West Coast hip hop. I'm assuming he does. What do you think, Andy? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm a I'm a '90s hip hop kind of guy. You know, I'm more of a of a Jurassic Five kind of uh, most deaf. Those were maybe on my uh, Spotify most listened to when it comes to. Old school hip hop for me. Come on now, you 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 talking my language when you said most deaf. Come on now, most deaf. I'm with you, bro. How you been? I'm good, man. You? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome, man. Happy to have you back here on the show. And I wanted to start the conversation tonight with. I think that I'm the outlier, Andy. And, and, and just follow me for a second. I started the mm-hmm. show tonight with talking about Dennis Evans and him wanting his release from the University of Minnesota. Uh, go for uh, men's uh, basketball program. I quite honestly, I like it. Now, I know that most Minnesota Gopher fans will say, well, what are you talking about? He's he's highly rated recruit. He's this, he's that. In my estimation, okay, because I don't, I don't fall in love with rankings. I like to see, I like to put my own eyes on guys, right? I think that Dennis Evans the third is, and I've seen interviews with him. He's a, a really bright kid. Um, he seems like he's awesome. Um, he's got potential there. He's a good shot blocker, but I think that he's overrated as a basketball player. I really do. I, like he's tall, and and the physical stuff you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't buy that height, right? And he's a he is a good shot blocker, but man, he is frail as can be, and he has no offense. Like he's very much like it, and his coordination overall. So my point in bringing this up is, I believe that Dennis <laughs> Evans the third. Coming here, I would have been fine with him if fans looked at him as a project because I believe he is a project. I think that Gopher fans, though, looked at him as this guy that was going to come here and just rechange everything about this program. And I just, I think that that's unreasonable expectations. And I said to myself, I guarantee you this if he was to come here next year and he struggled and not play well immediately and fans saw that, they would want. Ben Johnson on the next thing out of town. Yeah, I mean, we talked on your show previously about how it's it's dangerous to put, you know, a savior status on any type of player. I think we talked about Isaiah Washington in the same kind of vein, a guy who is, you know, so highly lauded and, and thought of as, you know, this amazing type player. And then you saw that he was, you know, a, a freshman. You saw he was making an adjustment. Uh, to major college basketball, and it's dangerous when you have a rebuilding program to put your faith in, in freshmen that aren't McDonald's All-Americans, aren't that absolute blue chipper. I think there's a difference between 
who we're talking about in Dennis Evans and Isaiah Washington and and the real kind of no doubters, the one and done, the guys that can really undoubtedly change the program. I think we're talking about two different types of categories of players. And when it comes to rankings, I think it's important because you know, there's a five-star ranking and then there's a four-star ranking, a consensus four, and that's where Dennis was. Dennis wasn't in that McDonald's All-American type of tier. So I think it was difficult just given the struggles to always be like, man, next year, next year we're going to get him, we're going to get Dan Christie from Illinois, and then we're going to really turn the corner. And I think that's too much undue pressure on a young kid. That's way too much expectation that this is just a kind of a plug-and-play type of environment. And I think when you we can talk about some of the issues as to why he left, and I hope that we do because I have some insights on that. Yep. But I think if, if you're not willing to – to be here, to go through the long haul, to take your lumps, to be here for the right reasons, at the end of the day, maybe it's better that he doesn't come, where it's it's not about coming in and everything squeaky clean and shiny and new and rainbows and sunshine, because I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's still going to be a struggle, even if Dennis Evans is going to be in here. And if you're not about the right things, then maybe it's you bid him adieu and you, and you go with, who is about those right reasons, even if it does delay a rebuilding process. Yeah, I just think that ultimately my whole point to go for fans out there, of which I'm one, because uh, I grew up on me and my buddies sneaking into the barn for a few games or whatever, just having fun, <laughs> is, 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 the, is the bottom line is that when I think about the the golden era of gopher basketball, in terms of like in my lifetime, and when I felt felt uh, like I had the most fun of going and watching the Gophers and Coach Haskins' squads was v- right. Vashawn Leonard, I didn't care about a ranking. Willie Burton didn't care about a ranking. Bobby Jackson, you didn't care about a ranking. So I think that Minnesota Gopher fans have to get off of the, well, this guy was rated here. Stop thinking like that. We need players. I don't give a damn about the rankings because you can find guys all over the country. If they can play, they can play, and that's all that matters. But you just piqued my interest. I want you to give me the intel and the insight and what you're hearing about why um, things went the way that they went with Dennis Evans wanting to uh, get his release. Right, right. So I think, you know, there's a couple of facets to it, right? I think speaking with people that were around Dennis Evans, um, they looked at at not the way that the season went. Obviously, they're on a 12-game losing streak, and they're going to finish bottom of the Big Ten. It was more so in how they were doing it. I think they looked at, hey, you're going to lose these battles in these games. You don't have the full roster, but try to win the war. Try to invest heavily in the freshmen, give them starts, give them huge minutes. Now you can say that, you know, the freshmen that they do have are starting in a, in a somewhat half degree, given two of the guys are regular starters. They are all getting freshman-wise, 20 minutes. But I think people in Dennis Evans' camp were like, well, these guys should be starting all the games. These guys should be playing 30 minutes. Why are we not turning over the keys to all of these freshmen and just letting them take their lumps full degree, not even hedging some of the things and mixing in some of the veterans, the Terrace Samuels of the world, and not Jaden Henley. Now, Jaden Henley is close with Dennis Evans and is also connected with Dennis's camp. And when Henley wasn't starting middle of the year, people in Dennis Evans' camp were like, why, why is that? 
what are you doing? Why is that? Why is he not part of the uh, major, you know, focal point of this team, getting starting minutes and playing time? And and I think I I pushed back on that with the people that I talked to, and I said these freshmen are getting minutes. These freshmen are starting most of the games, and you also need to try to be competitive, and you also need to play the right way, and you also need to be accountable in how you're doing things. And if you're making too many mistakes, you should sit down for a little bit. And I think that was one of the factors that was in play. And number two is national, you know, um, name, image, and likeness. That is something that is a part of what college basketball is today. And people in Dennis Evans camp said that if he was about NIL, he wouldn't have signed with Minnesota in the first place. And I think that's true because I think the understanding is that the Gophers are doing things by the letter of the, you know, kind of law and the suggestion by the NCAA and not offering money to players before they arrive on campus, which is technically outside of the rules, but but schools are doing it. We've heard about it multiple times. Um, And it was NIL a factor as they, continually had people chirping in their ear about what Dennis could do elsewhere. And it sounds like to them, it wasn't a driving factor. Now that doesn't mean that it wasn't part of the equation. I talked to the other people that said the Gophers collective had put together a plan for Dennis Evans had had set aside a fund of money for him. And we're, we're, we're having meetings with Dennis Evans camp about what could be possible once he came to Minnesota in June. And those were some of the things that were out there, right? Like, was NIL a, a, a bigger factor as the process went on after he signed, uh, you know, a national letter of intent? Playing time was certainly part of something that they shared with me. Obviously, they, they weren't trying to, to make a big deal about it because they weren't in Dennis's stead, who's a very shy, introverted kid. They didn't want to burn bridges, but those were a few of the things that they were willing to to share with me and I was able to triangulate and talk with other people about kind of the, the new age college landscape and the old adage of how much does playing time matter. You know, I'm a little bit, I think I'd be a little bit turned off. Just, just me personally, if Evans was, or him and his family were upset at the way that the rebuild was going this year. Like, I'm sorry, this is a rebuild. Like, this is this is part of it. You're going to lose some games. And the reason why we covet you so 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 much is because we feel like when you step foot on campus next year, you would be able to get us to another level. I I just you know, when I look at that and just hearing that, I'm like, that's not being rational. Like I, I just because there's one thing about developing young talent and then there's the other thing about winning games so it's not like you're just going to give every single freshman every single minute every single game and by the way they they got a lot more playing time this year because of some of the injuries to Dawson Garcia as well as Jamison Battle so I just I don't understand that expectation there right no I agree I agree and and to clarify it wasn't the fact that they were losing it was not turning all of the keys over to the freshmen and I agree with you and, and 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 I told people with Dennis Evans that wait a second, like, you also need to try to play the smart basketball. And you're also getting 20 minutes. You think you deserve just just because you're a freshman to play 35 minutes? Like, I, I push back on, on that notion. Um, but that was one of the things, one of the themes that came out in talking to them. And I think when you're looking at it, you need to try to be um, 
a developmental type program, right? I think that's what the Gophers need to be. And if you're coming in and let's say whoever it is, let's say it's not Dennis Evans and you're getting beat back door on a cut in three of the last five possessions, you need to sit down. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you need to see. You need to sit down, and the assistant coach needs to come over and be like, "Hey, here's the coaching point. Here's what we need to do. You need to learn from it and grow from it." I, I don't think that that building a competitive, smart, uh, sound program is just handing over the keys to somebody that is on the owner's permit. Yeah, you don't have your drivers like. Yeah, I, this is unreasonable expectations. And, and I'll say this. I'll say this to anybody, to their face, um, and, and even if if, if uh, Dennis Evans' family was listening right now. If, if Dennis Evans, anybody in his camp thought that he was going to walk into Dinkytown and play 30-plus minutes in the Big Ten next year, that I, I just don't see that happening. Like, like the, the, the Big Ten is a bully league, and just from his physical frame to his skill set, and oh, I just man, I, there's a lot there. So I, I'm not trying to beat this in the ground because because the kid's not coming here anymore. Let me ask you this: Was there any? And we're talking to Andy Greedy from the Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show on News Talk A30 WCCO. Is there any um, insight or perspective as to where potentially he could pivot? Because a couple people had texted me something about Louisville. Yeah, I've I've heard that as well. I know that they're they they're really in a speaking of programs that are in yeah, the top they're in the same spot programs that are rebuilding. Louisville is uh, you know maybe number one bullet. Yeah, also has much higher expectations exactly. Than what and they do they, they're a different they're in a different because they're it's Louisville right and and look I love my guy Kenny Payne uh, met him years ago uh, good dude and and I think that he will get the thing turned around. But yeah, they're in a very similar situation in terms of a rebuild. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I, I was more looking back on the Gophers as opposed to looking forward when I was trying to report on this this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have. I have. I have seen Louisville mentioned. I think it's. It, it'll be curious to see where he decides to go. And, and to your point, because we've we've shared this as well, given his his attributes on one side of the ball and his limitations physically and skill set wise offensively. It'll be interesting to see where he goes and how he develops. And obviously this is a long play, right? I think this isn't the the end of the story. It's just the the next chapter in, in where the Gophers go with or without Dennis Evans and how Dennis Evans finds his way going forward. Yep. All right, so let's uh, pivot to Minnesota United FC. Um, uh, man, they, they get a victory on the road this past weekend, one nothing. Um, and nice to – first off, there's so much of me thinking about what's going on with Reynoso. What's going on with Reynoso? How long is he going to be out? When is he ever going to come back? And for them to go into that game without their yeah. best player or, or or name player and and come out of it with a victory to start the season, I think that, that uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, I, I ran the numbers on – so Reynoso has been with the team since September of 2020. And in games when he doesn't play, he's been he's been a regular in the lineup pretty much since then. But in the games when he has missed, they have averaged less than a point per game. And when he's in the game, when he's playing, but he doesn't contribute a goal or assist, they get like a you know point and a half less than that per game. When he when he plays and when he scores, they get over two points a game, just to show the outsized influence that he has. On this team, when he's in the lineup, they're much better. 
when he scores, they're even better. And last year he scored and assisted at a very high rate. So not having him because he's back in Argentina for personal reasons and the league has suspended them saying, you have, you have an obligation to be here. You should be here. You're suspended. We're not paying you. What are you doing in Argentina? You have the ability to come here. To have Minnesota United ignore and move on from that enormous distraction to be able to go on the road to FC Dallas, the team that they lost to in the playoffs last year, a team who was in the top four in the Western Conference, to go in there and get a shutout against a dangerous attack, to be able to find a goal and come away with three points was huge. And I think it just shows the overall character of what this team might be. Obviously, it's a long 34-game season, um, but it was just a great start for a team that has been dealing with nothing but conversations and questions and concerns and doubts about where they can be without Reynoso. And to be able to, to silence those on match day one was a great start for this franchise. All right, final thing for you, Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show. Uh, man, I, I kind of feel like this might be – do you think this might be a big year for my guy to take a big leap in, in uh, goalkeeper uh, Dane St. Clair? Because I, I know that Dane is uh, – he loves it here. He's having a lot of fun here. Uh, just a really uh, awesome young dude. But I, I, I feel yeah. like I feel like the little taste of success that he got last year, I think he's kind of itching to go up next level with it. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at, at a year ago right now, he was passed over as the starter, even though Dane had huge success when they went on their big playoff run in 2020. And it was kind of issues in 2021 with – you know, who was starting him or Tyler Miller at 22 started the same way. And Dane was really frustrated the fact that he got passed over to start last year and Tyler got hurt and Dane stepped in and became one of the best shot stoppers in major league soccer and became an all-star. And now Dane doesn't have to look over his shoulder. There's a veteran stable goalkeeper behind him, but this is really Dane's job and he is the goalkeeper. Number one, he needs to become a bigger leader. He needs to become more mature. He needs to put the bat, the team on his shoulders a lot of times. Um, and he's done that on the field. And yeah, I think, you know, Dane is really looked at as one of the best young goalkeepers in this league, incredibly talented as a part of the Canadian world cup team. And he's really, you know, the future of his national team. He's really the, the goalkeeper uh, and the future of Minnesota United goalkeeping. So, yeah, it's, it's a huge week, a uh, huge season for him. And he wasn't really tested because the back line was so good against Dallas. Uh, but he is, when he has been tested, he has stepped up. So it's a, it's a big opportunity for Dane because, you know, it's, what's interesting about soccer is this isn't the best league in the world. So if Dane can show himself to be one of the best goalkeepers at his age, 24, 25, he can go on and play in bigger and better leagues in Europe. And that's obviously the dream for all of these guys. Um, so Dane is, is at a pivotal point in his career. He's on the come up. He's got the starting role. It's really his post, his gloves to wear, and it's his time to shine. Andy Greeter, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Give a follow on Twitter at Andy Greeter, but more importantly, check out his fine work for the Pioneer Press covering uh, Gopher Athletics as well as Minnesota United Soccer. Hey, Andy, man, always a pleasure. Yeah, take care, Andy. All right, take care.
We'll see Andy at Allianz Field very, very soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.